You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Happy Monday. Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here with Girls Talking Boys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Um, there's no song for Mondays. Yeah, there isn't. So we won't I have a case that. of the Mondays already. Do you really? Technically, we're recording this on Sunday. Yeah, technically we are. It's the Sunday scaries. <laughs> yeah, the Sunday scaries. That's what I'm experiencing right now. <laughs> and it, probably it's accurate to say that I have a case of the Mondays on Monday because of how bad these scaries are. The quarantimes. The quarantimes. The quarantimes just elevate the Mondayness of Mondays. <laughs> they really do. <laughs> like, what day is it? Don't know. Every day. I guess I do of, know because it's Monday. Yeah, <laughs> but like, per your point, like, every day kind of feels like a Monday. After sometimes. Monday, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Friday, but like, what am I going to do on Friday besides the same thing I did on Monday? Yeah. It's fine. But actually, we, we'll get through it together. We will. We will. Um. So... Meg alluded to our guest for this day's episode last week. The Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl! All caps, action, all the time. And if you don't know who we're talking about by now, then you're not on Twitter. Scooter Magruder. Scooter Magruder joined us today. What a joy. He's amazing. Um, so, he and I have been friends for a minute. We've done some work together. And, of course, Cowboys Nation... He's a beloved part of it at this point. Um, we talked a lot about um, how much the Eagles are the worst. <laughs> That's putting it lightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did some fun quarantine games, uh, so we had to get his opinions on some of those things. Yeah, he turned a little rapid fire back on me, and uh, I'm sorry because I panicked. <laughs> it was hysterical. Uh, so, yeah, he definitely did. I was like, wait a minute, this is our show. Uh, anyways, and then of course, obviously, we had to find out who, um, if he thought the Cowboys could win the bird gauntlet. So, um, but fun fact, he actually has a new piece of content dropping this week that you guys have the chance to get involved in. I'm excited about this one, y'all. If you uh, listen to it, let him know what you think. So all you he, have to do, he's calling on some GT beers to uh, give him some a little extra ideas. He already has it nailed down pretty good, but it never hurts. Yeah. So. You guys go ahead, listen to the episode, um, tweet him, tweet us, uh, let us know what you guys want to see in that video that he's dropping this week, and um, and future videos, future videos for that matter. Yeah, get involved. Get involved, GTB Nation. Without further ado, though, we will go ahead and introduce and bring on our guy, the one and only, the one and only, Scooter Magruder. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge? That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. 
That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, and joining us now, as promised, we have the one and only Scooter Magruder. Scooter, hello. What's up, Scoots? What up, though? Thanks for having me. Are the Cowboys going to win the Super Bowl? There's only one answer. The (laughs) Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl, if there is one, this year. I have (laughs) seen the future. (laughs) Going through a brick wall right now. If you don't get hype after watching your tweets on game days, then I have nothing for you. Like, genuinely. Has there been a team that has had three receivers over a 1,000 yards? No. Because this is a possibility this year. That's all I'm saying. Team 40 Burger. Team 40 Burger in the house. (laughs) We're going to the big game, and we're going to take it all. Yeah. Um. That's funny you mentioned that because obviously you're a big Cowboys fan and the draft this year was wild. Like not to mention the fact that we watched it all online, which was a first, you know, obviously a lot of us aren't going to the draft, but it was all online this year. And surprisingly enough, it was a pretty darn good draft for those that wear um, stars on their jerseys. What were your thoughts on the Cowboys draft? And were you honestly, were you so surprised as probably the rest of us were that the Cowboys went ahead and went with CD lamb. I don't know if I was surprised. I was hoping and praying that we took CD lamb though, <laughs> because I, I was literally saying, I was like, please don't let this be another Randy Moss type situation. Can you imagine if CD lamb fell to the Eagles and no. then just roasted us for the next six to eight years? How devastating would that have been? So I'm good with the BPA. Did you? And honestly- I honestly, when it when it happened, I immediately reached out to all Eagles fans in my phone <laughs> and asked them, "Do you want to talk about it?" I won't <laughs> lie; none of them responded. One person <laughs> responded and said, "He's over it." <laughs> Wow. But it was you, a glorious day. Are you friends or not? Well, I'm sure you're not friends. Do you ever like make contact with what's that guy, the the big Eagle super fan? EDP? EDP? No, I've never, we've never made contact. But <laughs> this guy is a meme lord. You have to give him, you have to give him some respect for that. This man, if ESPN Bleacher Report tweets anything, this dude is under it with meme videos. It's crazy. It is wild. That's so respect for ascending to that level. I'm trying to get to that level. I, I think you're already at a pretty good level, but yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you on that. So Scooter, 
most people may or may not know, but one thing when I first met you, we've known each other for a couple of years now, is you actually live in Florida and you're from there, but you're a massive Cowboys fan. And anyone who's ever been on the internet and is in the Cowboys Nation realm has probably seen one of your amazing videos or at the very least, do you want to talk about it or Super Bowl all caps tweets. How did you become a Cowboys fan though? Because again, like you're from Florida. What, what, what was it about Cowboys that just made you become the ultimate fan? Florida man. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I am from Orlando, 407 stand up, born and raised. I like all local teams primarily, except for football. And the reason is because my dad is a Cowboys fan, you know, growing up, you pretty much just tend to like whatever team your dad likes. My dad likes the Cowboys. I like the Cowboys. I'm an American citizen. We're America's team. It's just <laughs> so much intertwined going on. So that that's ha- where that came from. But I don't want anyone to accuse me of being a bandwagon fan when we win the next five Super Bowls in a row because it's going to happen. Kelsey. <laughs> I like your energy, my friend. I like your energy. Okay, so tell me your earliest Cowboys fan memory then, since you've obviously been a fan for a long time. Let's see. Let's see. So when I was younger, obviously it was the triplets. But honestly, like – coherent memory things that i can actually vividly remember it starts at about around dave campo as the head coach oh yeah it was not like it's not a good time not a good time we (laughs) were getting dominated yeah we were we were getting dominated during the dave campo era and this is like when we were searching for a quarterback and this is also why everyone who's like oh don't sign Dak." is stupid because they don't re- they don't come from this era of Dave Campo when we had Stephen McGee as quarterback <laughs> and Drew Henson, Quincy Carter. They don't remember that. If they're saying don't sign debt, where were you when we had a baseball player as or quarterback? You don't remember this? And you're saying star Andy Dalton? Sir, what are you thinking? That's Sorry. my favorite narrative. Oh, where thank were like, you. You're like, well, Andy Dalton's going to come in and give him give pressure on Dak. I'm like, I'm sorry. Quarantine is getting to your head. Like, I'm concerned for your well-being if you really honestly believe Ray that that's what's happening Dak right now. For first? No. I will slap you. What? Yeah. And, uh, and then the, the other people, they're like, well, just trade him for like five first rounders. Like, come on. And I'm like, so you say where? you don't like him, but yet you evaluate him as worthy of worth – five first round picks in exchange for him. Like, stop it. You stop it right now. Stop the madness. (laughs) Now, five first round picks? Would you do it? Okay. (laughs) See, now you got him going down this rabbit hole. (laughs) You, sir, do not turn my name around back on me, okay? Meg, would you? This is my show. (laughs) My bad. My bad. You got it. Oh, man. All right. So we obviously know that Quincy Carter and Stephen McGee, um, which <laughs> this is so sad. Stephen McGee is so nice. So 
So I feel bad saying that. But they, we know you're not – they're not your favorite Cowboy of all time. Who Absolutely. would your favorite Cowboys player be of all time if you had to pick one? Obviously, it has to be the best running back to ever play the game. Not only is he a Florida Gator, but he is also a Dallas Cowboy. I've met this man on multiple occasions, Emmitt Smith. Ah. Final answer. So tell us Good about choice. that then. Um, I first met him when I was doing the Snapchat at the Cowboys game. Got him on the Cowboys snap. Uh, I don't even know what I asked him, but it was just cool meeting him. And then I was on college game day live and he was the guest picker. Oh. So I was like chilling in the, the van because I was like, I wasn't the guest picker. I was like on the show before that comes on. Okay. And so I was chilling in the van and then he walks in and he's like, oh, it's Scooter. What's up? Yes. He <laughs> oh knows you. Oh, my God. Emmett knows me. I'm in. Did you I'm die good. a little inside? I was like, how the heck do you know who I am? <laughs> I'll take it, though. I will take it. You got to act cool, though. You got to act like you've been there before. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. What's going on, man? You good? You good? <laughs> like, daff him like you, like a fist pump real quick. And he's like, oh, yeah, man. So, so. Yeah. No. Oh, that's I'm... when I, I took that video of me and him. And I was like, the Dallas Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. And he's like, I yeah. didn't say all that. <laughs> <laughs> which speaking of content um like i mentioned scooter and i know each other because we've done some work together in the past because he's amazing and um everyone if you're a brand marketer you need to work with him and hire him i can endorse ultimate him. professional ultimate professional um but that video of you and dak like shaking your head and like thumbs up i just need to the world to know that i helped take that video yes <laughs> that <laughs> so you're was actually content. that was actually a last minute thing i was just like hey can you just that just uh just do a a thumbs up real quick and nod your head <laughs> <laughs> and then i use that gif now for everything i know and of course i have to remind you about it on twitter like probably like once a month and you're like okay kelsey we know you stood there and held the camera you're welcome <laughs> she, she did take the video <laughs> thank you thank you thanks about um so i want to go back talk draft with you again really quickly um you know obviously we're super excited about cd lamb was that your favorite pick from the cowboys draft though honestly i think top to bottom we had the best draft I've ever seen the Cowboys have. Really? If you think about it from top to bottom. It, I mean, honestly, it's going to depend on how some of these players pan out. Right. But need and talent-wise, I think this has the potential to be the best draft of all time for so, the Dallas Cowboys. So what you're saying is that Jerry needs to draft from the yacht every year. 100% chance. I've tweeted that, and I stand by that tweet from the yacht. Or I don't even know if it was him. Whoever was doing it, whoever was whispering in his ear, Stephen Jones, Will McClay, repeat the process. Whatever process y'all had going on, repeat it next year and every year following. Like, because we give, got some great value. Do you give Mike McCarthy a little credit for that too? I don't know. I don't know if he had any input. But if he did, absolutely. You're like, sit in the same exact room, wear the same exact clothing that you were wearing that day, that time, eat well, the same meal, all of the it. The problem is, like, 
next year obviously is going to be a little bit different because we're going to be t- picking 32nd. So it was like, we got to look for <laughs> later talent. You know, we got to got to search a little bit differently, but we'll see. It's fine. I, I have full faith that our team and our front office will find value at pick 32 because as you said, we're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, so Meg mentioned Mike McCarthy, and I kind of want to talk about that for a minute because, you know, you've obviously been around. You mentioned Dave Campo was one of some of your, like, earliest memories. And the Jason Garrett era for the Cowboys was long, and some would say hard. And um, so McCarthy comes in. And some of the things that I found really interesting about him thus far is it feels to me like he personally has had – a hand in some impact already with the team dynamics and also some of the players that are picked. Like you saw a guy like Danucci who Pittsburgh and that's the Pittsburgh connection. They're both from Pittsburgh. Um, his, I guess McCarthy's brother was his high school coach. And then, you know, some of the coaches that, that McCarthy runs in the same circles of were actually, um, you know, he's friends with them and they, they were his head coach at college. And then, and then you saw the Tyler Biotich pick, which again, McCarthy was like, yeah, that was my guy. So it feels to me like, he really is staying true to the, I want to get the guys with the best talent in the room. I mean, when he, when he won the Super Bowl, he was like, I had 77 guys in there and they all just were really talented. And we figured out how we were going to use them scheme wise from there. Um, Whereas before, I think we've seen more of the draft to fit the scheme. Like it has to fit like what we're going to run. What are your thoughts on this new era of coaching staff? Quick reactions. Were you ready to see Jason Garrett move on? Like, where was your head at in that regard? Honestly, I wanted to see Jason Garrett win. I wanted us to win the Super Bowl. That And whoever was the coach, it's Jason Garrett. Let's win with Jason Garrett. But after the 10th time of wanting that and failing, it's time to move on. Now, Mike McCarthy, I'm not sold on Mike McCarthy either. Really? No, not at all. He was not my first choice who I wanted. Who was your first choice? I just wanted something new, something fresh. Okay. For what the Cowboys wanted, Mike McCarthy makes the most sense most sense because they wanted a uh, football guy. A, a person with head coach experience who had won a championship. That's I mean, who else available fits those criteria other than McCarthy and we'll listen to Jerry right yeah but for me it was just like Mike McCarthy could be the next Jason Garrett we don't know we could go five more seasons to be eight and eight and still be running in a terrible offense (laughs) just now it's Mike McCarthy's offense we don't really know so I'm still holding out judgment on Mike McCarthy because to me it could be a great fit or it could just be Jason Garrett 2.0. So we'll see. Speaking of Jason Garrett 2.0, what are your thoughts on the Giants offense? (laughs) I hope they run the Cowboys offense. (laughs) I hope. I hope Tony Romo gives them all the advice they need because they're going to need a lot of advice. Because that offense that we ran with Jason Garrett was not a good offense. It's like – we're running every first down. Every team knows we're running every first down. Why would you want to incorporate that into, like, if it didn't work with Zeke, why would it work with Saquon? Because our offensive line is way better than the Giants. A great point, my friend. A great point. So I just, I don't, good luck. Liam Neeson, good luck. 
<laughs> I think it's funny you say that because we also saw that I think on the other side of the ball too, like with Chris Richard and everyone was touting him as potentially the next, you know, leader of this team. And then you got some reports that came out that from guys that, you know, who knows the motivation from them saying the things they said, but as to when they tried to cover kind of get a little creative and not show their hand of what cards they were playing in terms of defensive scheme. He was like, no, like this is apparently he was like, no, I, I want them to know this is what we're running. And again, like, yeah, I saw that from George. Yeah. Uh, Aloka. Yeah. Yeah. So it just feels like the Cowboys were predictable all around, but do you, I mean, again, I know you, you said you're not sure, I guess, do you feel hopeful that that could change coming into the next year? Because you still have Kellen Moore. So there is some consistency. Oh, I mean, anytime you get a new head coach, you're going to feel hopeful. Look, when the, when the Gators got Jim McElwain, I was hopeful. Okay. I don't know if you follow college football at all, but that didn't work out that well. Not so much. I follow college football, but I don't follow the Gators. You okay, have to remember well, where I went to school number one. I went to KU. That's true. And that so, is like, true. That is true. We weren't like now we have less miles and that and then I went to SMU. So like, you know, uh, not much going on there. It's a little rough for people in my pedigree. (laughs) Every every head coach, though, you're going to be hopeful. So I'm hopeful, but like I'm not. This is what it is. I'm hopeful, but I'm not excited. Now, I'm not like, oh, snap, we're running the pistol offense now. Okay, this is what we should have been running. So it's not, it's not, I'm not like excited, but I'm hopeful. That is exactly how okay. I'm feeling right now. All right. All right. So I want to switch gears and talk about, um, one of the things I love most about you is in some of your videos, you do a really good job of taking on the persona and perspective of the other team. So, um, I'd love to just hear your personal thoughts too on let's go NFC East since you're a Cowboys fan. If you have to rank the NFC East teams from which ones you love the most to which ones you like hate the most? Love. Yeah. Careful. Well, we, obviously, we know, Cowboys we are at the top. Yeah, obviously. Let's now let's Cowboys go. are at the top. Rank the stepchildren. <laughs> all right. So Cowboys, and then it's all the teams I hate the least. We'll go yes. like that. So then Giants the least. Okay. Redskins the second least. And I hate the Eagles the most. Why? And it's mainly because of their fans. And here's the thing. It's not even like most fans. It's the 2%. Okay. A lot of people don't realize this. I have a large Eagles following because my videos, obviously Eagles fans can relate to videos about the Dallas Cowboys being in the same conference. And so there's a lot of interaction with me and Eagles fans. And for the most part, these are great interactions. Like, I enjoy talking with a lot of Eagles fans, but it's the 2%, okay, that ruin it for everyone. The advanced troll, what what were toxic Eagles fans that just ruin it for everyone and make you want to slap them. And they're real loud about it, too. They're real loud. They don't understand how statistics work (laughs) they don't understand how Dak's stats are better than Winston's it just doesn't correlate in their mind and because of that you just have to know when and when not to have a conversation 
or an argument with somebody. I just get really irritated that they won a Super Bowl because I loved, I loved using those memes. They, I would never tire of it. Like the, you, you don't like marry an e- or try and get a girlfriend who's an Eagles fan because you know she's not looking for a ring or <laughs> the only ring that the, the Eagles have won, it was like a bunch of ring pops. And I was like, I love that meme so much. And I'm just so, I will never recover from not being able to use that anymore. Let me ask you something. Who did you root for in that Super Bowl? Um, no one. Patriots. Because I didn't root for the Patriots. I'll tell you that. And I did. I, and it's because someone I went to high school. was not the Patriots to win another Super Bowl. Because that put them – I would have put them over the Cowboys' Super Bowl wins. Yes. If they won. See, that's actually funny you say that. Because typically – so I went to KU my freshman year in college. So my, my theory – most of the time is I'm like, all right, well, I want my conference. Like I'll go big 12. If I have to choose, I'll go like big 12. But in that situation, no way. There's no <laughs> way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I will say I 100% rooted for the giants both times against the Patriots. Cause I hated the Patriots more than I hated the giants. I can't relate. <laughs> it's just, I don't, something about Tom Brady. I don't know. I just don't like it. He's in your backyard and now. Gronk. Oh, and then, oh my! I was so glad when the Giants won those because I and I'm still mad that Seattle didn't run the ball on the one yard. What are you doing? What are you, you have doing? Marshawn Lynch Skittles in the house, and you 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 have Skittles, and you decide not to eat them. What are that's, we doing here? Here's the thing. I don't even know if that's worse than the Falcons not being able to score another point. What the heck? <laughs> that was amazing to me. <laughs> that that city is cursed on that whole state uh, is 100%. Just, we need well, we need to pray for see, Patriots for, just don't <laughs> bother me because I'm like, okay, they're good, whatever. Like I'll get over it. But just I can't have anyone in the NFC East besides us winning. I just can't tolerate it. I just want to, like, while we're talking about the NFC East, I would just like to make a point and show that we haven't mentioned the Redskins once, and that's how irrelevant they are. And I love that. Like, yeah. I like that's love the that thing. so much. It used to be I hated the Redskins more, <laughs> but because they are just garbage right now, and they garbage. probably won't be good for another four seasons minimum. Yeah. Um, you and I so garbage. The the Eagles have supplanted them as the most hated team now, because at least, at least there's some sort of competition there. Like we play the Eagles. We don't know if we're going to win that game. That's going to be a good game. We play the Redskins. We better win that game. Well, yes. Or else I'm mad for the rest of eternity. Remember when you and I went, if I can name players on the Redskins right now, I don't think I can. Um, Colt McCoy. Is he still on the team? I don't know. I don't think he is. (laughs) I don't know. Adrian Pierce? I don't think. What? Guys, I'm just. Adrian's on there. Yeah. I don't think I can name three of those. I I don't know. I'm naming guys that I know are like old and like on the way out. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) I I literally don't pay them any mind. Name three starters. That's a better question. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Chase Young. They're just sort of Adrian rotating Peterson, door. And uh, what's the Dwayne Haskins? Is he yeah. starting? 
Um, uh, don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, I think he is because supposedly because when when Homeboy got got the boot, uh, that was like one of the 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 turning points. I don't Didn't know. Didn't one of their receivers just get arrested? Yes. yes. Bro, what is going on with all these players getting arrested? Someone else just got arrested too. Quarantine uh, is really affecting NFL players. Yes. The worst. Okay, and also, like, it was like they went in and, like, were robbing people of their watches. I'm like, bro, that's a game check for you. What are you doing? I don't understand. You're on the active roster. You don't need that Rolex. They were bored. I just, I don't understand. Um, but do you remember the game that we went to, the Redskins game a couple years ago, you and I, Scooty, for work? <laughs> I do. I do remember that. They can, we relive, can we relive that for a minute? They were sad. It was like raining. I was not in the rain. I was in like the little covered section. <laughs> and then there was a Cowboys chant going on. <laughs> and then How was their marching band doing? <laughs> Guys, it was hysterical. Like, it was, again, like, as you mentioned, first of all, it's raining. Like, as if, as if going to that stadium isn't the worst as it is. So we were both there for work. Scooter and I were working together that, that game. And he's, like, making some videos. And it wasn't going well for us at first. And then towards the end, my, how the pendulum swings. And there's, a Cowboys <laughs> chant that's taking over their entire stadium. And it was hysterical, you guys. I was dying. DMV uh, Cowboys fans are legit. I'll say that. Yeah. It was uh, it was glorious. I will not lie. It really was. Can um, you imagine being next to me at a game? <laughs> And your team is just getting waxed and I'm just <laughs> screaming. I can't imagine. This it. is why it's you terrible. and Megan Murray need to go to a game together because between oh, the two of you, you would be incorrigible. I don't know if people could handle that. <laughs> We're getting kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while we're on the topic of all the other divisional teams being salty, the Eagles uh, SB Nation website, Bleeding Green Nation, released this article, I think, this past week, and it was their last week, and it was very funny to me, and I want to get your take. So apparently the Eagles seem to think, or their fans at the very least, seem to think that the league has given the Cowboys a competitive advantage over the years, specifically as it pertains to the Thanksgiving Thursday games and the rest advantages that they believe that the, the Cowboys are getting and that the Eagles are not getting. Um, what say you to this narrative, Scooter? I saw, I saw, I just saw the headline. I didn't read the article for that. And I just started laughing. And <laughs> my only response is one word and it's cry. <laughs> cry more. Cry. So like, look, you can make you can make anything seem like anything. Write that down. You can make anything well, seem like anything. And I think this is one of those moments where they're like, oh, let me punch some numbers real quick. According to my calculations, based off the uh, derivative of... <laughs> like, man, if you don't go sit down. <laughs> like, you play the same amount of games, same amount of home games, same amount of away games. During Thanksgiving, we got a quick turnaround, and then we get 10 days off. So, like, what? Yeah. What? It's like, you just got off winning a Super Bowl a couple years ago, and we, have, we still on your mind. Yeah. Rent free. Rent free. The narrative is, he says, they go, 
Um, so Thursday night football games began in 2006. The Cowboys have played just two Thursday road games and neither were on short rest because they previously played on Thanksgiving the week before. By comparison, the Eagles have played five Thursday night away games on short rest in that same span. Zero versus five. Not exactly even. Yeah, because you don't play on Thanksgiving. Like right. If they play, if they were a team that a lot of people liked, that brought in a lot of watch time. Correct. They would play on Thanksgiving. Big facts. Only people from Philadelphia like the Eagles. There's no one outside of that city that likes the Eagles. <laughs> the I Dallas Cowboys are a multinational brand. We yeah. have Canadians watching us. No one in Canada is watching the Eagles. People get up at 3 a.m. in London to watch the Cowboys yeah. play. Shout out UK Cowboys. And because of that, we get more primetime games. We play on Thanksgiving. And we can't do more Thursday night games because of that. So I don't know. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want from us. So our friend RJ Ochoa had um, with Blogging the Boys, our our fearless leader, he said in 2018, the Dallas Cowboys traveled to take on the Philadelphia Eagles in week 10. The Eagles were coming off of their bye week. The Cowboys were coming off of playing on Monday Night Football. Dallas won 27 to 20. In your face. So in conclusion, cry. Eagles cry. <laughs> Yeah, you got to come up with something else. <laughs> for real. Um, so let's switch gears back and talk about our team again, because we, you know, pre preferences. I prefer to talk about us over them. Um, what were your thoughts on CD wearing number 88? I know this has been a big topic of discussion. Like, what were, were you excited for it? Were you a little triggered? Like, did I mean, where was your head at in, in that whole discussion? For me, I don't really care about numbers that much. Like, I, I don't even know too many players' numbers because I'm just – I don't really care that much about people's numbers. I did see he wanted to wear 10. Yes. And then Jerry was like, I want you to wear 88. <laughs> and he was like, all right, you got it. <laughs> so that just proves more the power that Jerry has. Yes. In my opinion. If we Jerry didn't... says do something, you're doing you might it. might want to do it. Yeah, That's all that proved to me. How high? <laughs> I mean, I did. I do know that the number eighty-eight comes with a legacy, but hopefully, CD plays well enough that we can retire that number once and for all. Ooh, I'm here for it. That's my take. You heard it here first. All right. So continuing on, giving you the GM hat. Um, your Jerry calls you and he's like, "Scooter, I'm on the yacht. I'm gonna turn off." all Wi-Fi, my cell phone for a minute. I'm going to, I just need, I need a vacay. I'm tired from the draft. You're the GM for the week. Take over. What are you doing right now? What moves are you making? Are you signing Dak? What's, where's your head at? I need to know all previous talks that we've had with Dak, what we've offered him, what his agent has offered. Here's the thing though. Dak's getting signed. Okay, he's getting signed before the deadline. What is it, June 15th? July 15th. July 15th? Yes. Yeah, he's signing before then. It's just, we're just going to draw it out because neither side wants to capitulate first, but Dak oh, will sign. Good word. We'll get it. We'll get him in. And I'll probably be a little bit over Carson. 
and a little bit under what Deshaun's going to resign for. And hopefully Deshaun doesn't resign first because then all bets are off after that. Right. Yeah. So we'll table that. What I'm interested, though, mainly in is uh, what the, what's Clowney doing? What are you doing, Clowney? Has Clowney been signed yet? <laughs> in fact, he has not, my friend. So, I mean, we, let's give him a one-year deal, right? Let's give him a one-year deal. You can put Works him off for both sides. Works yep. for both sides. We'll come in at his number. One-year deal for our Super Bowl run. Now we have unlimited ammo on the pass rush, which is what I think really hurt us last year when we couldn't get to the quarterback in time. And our secondary uh, just was getting exposed because they had a long time to cover. Right. Definitely. I like so that's that. the first move. Or uh, is Everson Griffin signed yet? Um, I don't think so either. Because same type of thing. Let's, give him a, let's bring him in, give him a one-year deal. And then both, if, if Clowney, Clowney says no. Okay, so if Clowney's your number one, Everson is your second. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. Does Everson play on both sides as well? Because obviously we got D-Law, so we don't, we don't want to mess up. We got D-Law. I'm, honestly, I want to see what kind of shape is Randy Gregory in. That's what I'm excited My to see. My guy. Because the last time this dude was on a field, he was also coming off like hadn't played in a while. Right. And was just lighting people up. And then we got Alden Smith, too. Yep. And he hasn't played in a while, but who knows? I heard he had his meeting with the commissioner, at least. So at least the ball's in motion to get some sort of, like, answer. Yeah. Yeah, so. Interested to see how that works out. Those are my short-term Oh, my gosh. My short-term moves. <laughs> what are you guys doing? I like where your head's at. I mean, here's my thing. Like, I'm more in the in the GM discussions. I think one of the most intriguing narratives is Dak's contract, but not if they're going to pay him or not, because he's going to get paid. He's going to get the tag. They already they, that's he's going to be a cowboy, and they're not going to get rid of him. I'm interested in the four year versus five year conversation and what kind of deal they give him. Because if I'm Jerry, I'm going to try and lock him down for five years because the TV deal comes up in within four years, and so. For Dak, he's going to want the four-year deal because that means that he can renegotiate for more money when the new TV deal is struck, when obviously we know it's going to be more than it is now. So financially, it'd be making more sense for him to do four years. But again, like, I, and Jerry's just such a businessman. So I'm sure he's just like thriving off of this, like, let me figure out the number, but also like, let's talk about the year. Like, I'm just, he's like loving this, I bet. So. It's just so interesting to me. It is a very interesting, uh, concept because which player was like a man I just wish if I could redo my career I just would have stayed in Dallas my whole career even for lower money you know what what I'm talking about I think it was yeah. maybe Scandrick said it I don't know yeah yeah I that, think Scand- I think that- some 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 player was like if I had to redo it all again I would stay in Dallas for my whole career even taking less money just because of the culture and I ultimately believe you make more money as a cowboy just off of brand recognition alone. Like you'll get more deals because you're a Dallas cowboy. And that and even I think, comes after too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think that's the route that Sean Lee has taken 
where he could have done what Jason Witten is doing. He could have gone uh, to another team, but he just elected to stay with the Cowboys. And so ultimately for me, Dak's going to get paid, whether it's a four or a five-year thing. But the difference in pay, I think, will be made up for with uh, being QB1 for the Dallas Cowboys. That's a great point. And I think he'll make way more money outside of football, to be honest, being QB1 of the Dallas Cowboys. Not that I speak from experience. (laughs) Uh, but being in sports marketing, I am well aware in managing some of these contracts. I am well aware that some guys are making more money off of endorsements than they are from the actual team. And at least for a period of their career. And so you're right. And being in a team with such visibility and marketing capabilities like the Cowboys, you can't tell me that you're going to get, I mean, Khalil Mack's amazing. But I, I have to wonder if he has as much exposure, like where he is, versus if he had been in Dallas, you know, like some of the star power. Like he's amazing. I mean, he's the best of the best. Maybe that's not the best comparison, but like still, like I think it's just a, it's a valid point. Yeah, no, I think, I think everything will get worked out, though, ultimately. So um, I want to ask you about your videos because, again, that's how a lot of people know you. How did you like get started making those? Like Meg and I, like, Again, like, as I told you, like Meg's, Meg, Meg is basically a walking, living, breathing version, female version of your videos. <laughs> so I'd say I, that's accurate. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't gotten myself to record her yet on game day, which I might have to now, but how did you personally start making these videos? Well, do you guys remember that time when there was a, what's the word I'm looking for? There was like a a type of video that everyone was doing. It was like a, a craze where people were doing stuff blank people say. Yes. But it was like S people say. And it was like stuff Miami locals say or like stuff Christians say. There was like a, a, a period on YouTube where people just made those types of videos. But no one was doing sports videos. So I came along and I did stuff magic players say and that was like the first video kind of got me on local tv kind of blew up a little bit and i was like oh okay i'll just do all the sports teams then so i literally went and did stuff lakers fans say stuff celtics fans say stuff cowboys fans say and literally just ran through all nfl and nba teams or at least as many as i could before the fad wore out and so I would do that, and then I transitioned to doing, like, Gator fans, stuff Gator fans say. And then I saw one dude, he did, like, a a game day post. So it was, like, a the Alabama guy, funny man. He did, like, Alabama fans versus I don't even remember but it was like it wasn't based on the whole season which I had been doing it was just based on one game and his stuff went so I was like oh that's all people want they just want a game they don't want the whole season I could do that and so I started doing the Cowboys stuff based on games as opposed to like over the whole season and that took off and I was like all right I'm just gonna keep doing this and see where it goes but 
I've now entered into phase two. Oh. Of the MCU, the Magruder Cinematic Universe. Wait, is this um, trademarked MCU LLC? Yes. Not yet. Not it yet. Is now. <laughs> We're claiming it for you right now. It's trademarked. No one steal that. Keep going. Uh, phase two, though. So we've kind of gotten, like, everyone knows about the reaction videos. They, they like it. Some people are over it. It's repetitive. So it's time to evolve. Take the next step. Phase two, which is essentially just me playing teams personified and having conversations with each other because people love those types of videos. I love those types of videos. They're different. They're fun to edit. And it shows another side of me because some people are like, all, all you're doing is just screaming and reading the Reddit top comments in your videos. <laughs> like I could do that. That's not, he's not even that funny. Honestly. Why don't you? Like, yeah, Brad. Gee. Yeah. I'm like, all right, do it. Do it. If you could do it, then you would have already done it. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, so are you hinting Phase two is good, though. Change it up a little bit. Um, and so far, so good. Does this mean you're hinting at something, Scooter? Uh, I do have a Cowboys-Eagles video coming out in this uh, style. Arr? It'll be It'll be out this Tuesday in the NFL therapy video of these two teams talking to each other what i think i think Stop they it. Need, i think they need therapy they, um, they, we definitely do <laughs> yeah. oh my god like so like the tampa bay one that you did the tampa bay um Brady. patriots yeah. yes yes i think i think cowboys and eagles need that but more than just uh just therapy i'm just excited uh to extend this style a video that I'm doing because let's go. I'm pumped. Um, can I go ahead? So if, if it's coming out, I feel like I can start, like we can make requests. So I feel, can I, can I go ahead and ask that we include a Jalen Hurts running back narrative, please? Okay. That can <laughs> be done. Okay, cool. And maybe also the whole concept of drafting the thing that you don't need for the Eagles too. And, um, okay. We'll, we'll throw some out to the uh, Girls Talking Boys Nation and see if yeah. we can extend you some. Yeah, leave a comment. On. What do you want to see in this episode? And in who this should be next? Yes. Okay, yeah. guys. So here's the assignment. You've got homework from today's episode. What do you want to see in Scooter McGruder's Cowboys and Eagles therapy video this week? So make sure you leave a comment for that and tweet him at Scooter McGruder. Um, and then also, what do you want to see for the next NFL therapy video right yep let's go which team is coming in next which teams yes let's go <laughs> okay i love it i love it um all right so we're gonna play some rapid fire with you because um i want to get all the internet quarantine games out of my system and i want to get your responses because i know i'm sure you've been playing them and we've been playing them too um so are you ready first of all born okay perfect um, so first one up, one has to Hold go. On, let, me, let me get, uh, let me get, let me get, uh, let me get what? ready. Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready. You sound like, you sound like you're in, um, in like a spaceship or something right now. Is that what's happening? Did you just like transform into your alter ego? What's going on? Yeah, this is, uh, this is Scutorium and I'm now ready to participate <laughs> in the rapid fire questioning. 
Blast off. Blast off. All right. Three, two, one. One has to go. NFC East edition. Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins, or Giants. Go. They're out. Okay. Bye, Eagles. Love it. One has to go. Dallas Cowboys quarterback edition. Dak, Romo, Aikman, Staubach. Aikman, just because of his coverage of the Dallas Cowboys during Monday Night Football. Goodbye. Oh, oh, ouch. Stay salty. First player you think of when you see the Cowboys logo. Go. Emmett Smith, stop playing. Greatest running back of all time. First thing you think of when you see the Eagles, Redskins, and Giants logos. Three answers. Hot. Garbage. Trash. <laughs> yes. McDonald's challenge. You remember what this is? Absolutely not. Okay, McDonald's challenge. Four double quarter pounders, 20 nuggets, two large fries, four large sodas of your choice, 4,000 calories in 90 minutes. Which Cowboys player is going to complete this challenge successfully? Tyron Smith. Oh, easy. Like okay. Um, what about quarantine house? Ready? There's four options. Oh All right. Gosh. House one, you have Dak, Emmett Smith, Joe Looney. House two, you have Zeke, Coop. Jerry Jones, House Three. You have D. Law, Troy Aikman, Des Bryant. House Four: Michael Irvin, Romo, and Jimmy Johnson. What's House One again? Dak, Emmett Smith, and Joe Looney. We're doing one. Oh, we're doing one. Those are the boys. Favorite player. Okay, what about your second house? Second house. Four. Oh, I like it. Why? Who was the person in there that you liked the most? Honestly, I don't even remember House 4, <laughs> but I feel like those were the players. Irvin, Romo, and Jimmy Johnson. One more time? Boom. Irvin, Romo, and Jimmy Johnson. It's a good house. Yeah, that dynamic right there. Okay, hold on. I'm going to get out of that. The heck? <laughs> that house. Jimmy Johnson and Romo would make for a great dynamic. I could learn from from them a little I bit. I like that. What do you think they're like, we already know that like Johnny Walker blue is going to be had in house two with Jerry, but like what kind of conversations over some uh, Johnny Walker do you think Romo and Jimmy Johnson and Irvin are having? I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> I was saying, we know there's going to be entertaining conversations with Jerry Jones in house two over some Johnny Walker blue. What kind what of is Johnny Walker blue? Oh, it's like, um, it's a scotch. Yeah. I almost said whiskey. Oh. Whiskey or oh, scotch. Oh, okay. I don't drink. I'm out, I'm out of the loop here. Yes. But if like over like a happy hour conversation in house four, Michael Irvin, Romo, and Jimmy Johnson, what kind of topics do you think are coming up? I think Michael will definitely have some interesting stories to tell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. Interesting stories. Oh, from, yeah. From the you. Um. Actually, Wait, wasn't Jimmy at, wasn't Jimmy his coach at the U? Oh, oh, duh. Wow. So that'll be some very okay. interesting conversations. I like that. Um, it's funny you mentioned interesting stories because Cowboys players from the 90s. So I went back to uh, – I drove by Valley Ranch the other day because quarantine, there's nothing else to do. And it's, there's nothing there, first of all. So that's weird. But the White House, the infamous White House, still exists. So – there is some semblance of Valley Ranch history from back in the day still standing, but we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Whoever that. lives in that house. I wonder, they have to know. Yeah, truly. <laughs> they have to know. 
Okay. Would you rather lose every game to the Eagles for the rest of time but win a Super Bowl or win out against every single NFC East opponent forever but ne never make it past the NFC division title game? Also, those NFC East opponents, none of them can make it past the NFC title either. That is the dumb. I'm winning the Super Bowl. Let me, <laughs> I said the same thing. Did you, did you come up with this on your own? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I said the same thing because I was like, I don't care. You gotta about scrap that one. If you gotta I get scrap to that one. We're winning the Super Bowl. I don't care. I don't care who we lose to. We can go six and what the heck? We can go six and ten, and if we win the Super Bowl, I don't care. You want? We should workshop that question. Yeah. Well, I asked. Her, I was like, you got to go back on the drawing board. I said if I can. I lose to the Eagles forever and I win a Super Bowl. Can I win like another one later and still lose to the Eagles forever? Like, is that still a thing? Cause I think it, I could, I could live with that. Do you feel oh, like we got to change this up? We got to get Meg more involved. I feel like she's not talking that much. We got to get her more involved. <laughs> Here we go. Meg, Meg, this is your question. Rapid fire. <laughs> okay. Start like one, sit one, cut one. Oh, oh Lord. Are you ready? Yes. Rapid fire. Dak, Tony Romo, Troy Aikman. Start, cut. sit, yeah. cut. You, I just want you to – I'm going to narrate the picture of her face right now. It's shook. <laughs> um, I'm starting Dak. I am sitting Aikman, and I'm cutting Romo because we already did that. So. Oh! <laughs> wow. Essentially. <laughs> I know. I love Romo, but, like, I mean – Wow. I, Dak has the upside, her and someone has won a Super Bowl, so that's all. That's all I got. She goes. She goes. Cut Romo because we already cut him. Basically, <laughs> next Dang. one. Give another one. He Give her another him, one. He cut himself. Here I we go. Start. Sit. Cut. Emmett Smith, Ezekiel Elliott, Demarco Murray. Oh, oh that's kind of messed up because Jamarco Murray is like basically my cousin. Yeah, same last name. Hello, hello. <laughs> There's got to be some relation there. Why you got to make it make it a family thing? <laughs> that's on me. Um, I am gonna start Emmett, sit Zeke, and cut Demarco. Oh, that's fair. You already did that. That's yeah. Fair. <laughs> that, is that is fair. And then finally. This is going to end our rapid fire I'm, section for Meg. I'm Murray. assuming we're talking about their primes as well. Yeah, we are. Okay. Absolutely. Prime. Prime. Start. Sit. Cut. Michael Irvin. Oh, no. Des Bryant. Amari Cooper. Oh. This is the worst question Kale. I've ever gotten in my life. Um. <laughs> These are her, all her children. I, yeah, like I w I'm still sitting outside with a boombox over my head waiting for Des to come back to me. Um, <laughs> so, Big facts. Oh, God. I'm going to say start Des. Uh, yeah, you are. Sit Amari and cut Michael Irvin. I know that's a very controversial what? take, but I'm Michael doing Michael Irvin? Doing it. Why? I did, I, the decision has been made. Don't ask me. <laughs> Right. She's on the yacht, and she's decided. I had a Listen, lot of Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not answering these questions. I know, I know, I know. Listen, if you I guys... Have, like, listen, there, Coop has, like, a really big upside that I haven't seen yet. Des, I love him so much forever. And, like, yeah. the o, like not he's not OG88, but he's, like, 
I'll call him infamous 88. Like he's amazing, but I don't know. I just, that's just what I decided because I I answered that really fast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have time to think. Um, All right. So big, most important question. Do you think the Cowboys have it in them to win the bird gauntlet? Both of you. The, if you guys don't know what the bird gauntlet is, the Dallas Cowboys will face all five bird teams this season. And apparently, according to NFL research, no team has defeated all five bird teams in a season, including the playoffs, since the Ravens joined the NFL in 1996. The last time a bird gauntlet was accomplished was the 1992 season's Redskins at Cowboys. Oh, and uh, that year, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. All I know is Ravens is going to be tough. That one's going to be tough. Big, yeah. big trust. <laughs> I'm in B-more outside the bank. Come find me. Come find me. <laughs> if so, we can get by the Ravens, then it's possible. Eagles don't scare me at all. Falcons, no, no, they don't scare me. No. It's, it's just the Ravens, honestly. Meg? No, I agree with that. That's a solid analysis of that. Do we have to beat the Eagles twice or just once? Uh, I don't know the rules. I think, I think it's just like you have to beat the team at least okay. once. Yeah. Seahawks might be a little bit hard, too, to be honest. Seahawks. Yeah. It depends on where that game is. I was Are we say. in Seattle? Uh, yes, we're in Seattle this year. Because that is not ideal. Also, not- they 100% spiked the ball. Oh, 100%. 100% spiked the ball. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, Cowboys predictions season for this year. How many games are they winning? 16 and oh there you go meg (laughs) um i probably have them sitting around like 11 12 but they're still winning the super bowl with that score 100 percent. okay cool um and the last and finally most important question for you my friend scooter i already know meg's answer to this so i'm not going to ask her did (laughs) uh, did des bryant catch it not only did des bryant catch it the nfl has come out and apologize for that incorrect call. The man took nine steps with the ball secured. The most football of all football moves. Took 27 steps, reached out the ball. We went from the nine. ball hits the ground, moves one centimeter. They say incomplete. We would have won, won that game. We would have won that game, and we would have won the Super Bowl after that. We I should have seven Super Bowls now. I'm upset. Ask Maybe even eight. Who knows how the dynamic changed because of that one call? Dez would probably still be on the team right now. Wow. All thanks to that one call, our whole universe has changed. You hate to see it. We'll never recover. You really do hate to see it. I was surrounded by Packers fans when that happened. It was not great. It wasn't. She. I, I don't remember if I was at that game or not. I think I might have been at that game. You were in Lambo? Never mind. I was not at that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if we were working together, then no. I don't think I sent you that one. I was at another game. Oh, it was. Did we lose to the Packers in the playoffs? Yeah, again. But we hosted them. Yes, yes, yes. That's the game I was at. And it was a torrential 20, downpour or whatever. 2016? Bro, I don't know. I don't remember what I had for breakfast, let alone the store. <laughs> 2014 is the one that was in. That was depressing because I was doing the snap again. Yes. Yeah. 
And then that same game, we all got stuck in the stadium because it was like a tornado warning or something. Oh my gosh. Yes. We lost and we had to stay there in our misery. Yeah. And you want to know a fun story from that game? As I was leaving, trying to get out of there, um, I got in a fender bender. Someone hit me (laughs) and it actually, it gets better. It was Jerry's pilot. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I was like, man. I just can't make this up right now. <laughs> I really can't make this up right now. He was like, he was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, I know where to find you. I'm not worried. <laughs> like, I'm that we're was depressing. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Anyways, um, so to end things on a high note, we're obviously super excited about your video that's coming out for Eagles and Cowboys. Uh, make sure you guys drop us a comment what you want to see in that video before he hits that record button. So tweet him at Scooter Magruder. And if you're not already following him, like I'm not sure what you're doing, but fix that. Big facts. Um, Scooter, mm-hmm. what do you have going and on work-wise? Like tell, tell the people what you're working on, where they can find you across all the channels, what you got coming up for us. All right. So I am basically jumping full on into phase two, which you can see all of the upcoming sports videos on my social on YouTube at Scooter Magruder, M-A-G-R-U-D-E-R. And my socials for everything are Scooter Magruder. There's a gaming channel if you're into that. You have Animal Crossing. Let me know what your turnip prices are immediately at Scooter Gaming. Follow for greatness. (laughs) But yeah, I got a NFL video coming out this week. I want to do a college football video next week. And then we're getting into NBA. So it's just a gauntlet of things that are going down in quarantine. Literally everyone's talking about how they're doing all this. They're so bored. They don't have anything to do where. Okay. Because I I haven't had a free day since quarantine. We're done. We're done. We're done. Grown man clothing coming out soon as well. It's just a lot of stuff is going on. Yes. But all of us will be announced on your Twitter. Right. So if people like follow you on all those things, especially your Twitter, they'll be able to see and and buy everything from you and follow you and see all the things. Absolutely. Okay, good. Cool. Um, Well, actually my friend, we're going to keep you on for a second while we do our closing, because I feel like you'll especially enjoy it considering the nature of who you are as a person. Um, And I have to give a lot of credit to my partner in crime here for being a, a freaking genius and coming up with the best thing of all time. But you guys heard about it. Uh, Scooter, thanks so much for coming on the show. We love chatting with you, like you said before. And like we've been telling you, go ahead and hit that smash button at Scooter Magruder. And if you're looking for myself, Meg or I, you can find us on Mondays and Fridays here on Vlogging the Boys podcast feed, wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher. If you miss us in between, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's. It's been a pleasure as always. And most importantly, never forget, Cowboys forever, Eagles are never, baby. Bye, guys.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. First thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.